0: It's the E-Commerce Minute, your daily dose of e-commerce tech and retail news with your hosts, Bart Moraz and John Suter. The E-Commerce Minute is a production of Sumo Heavy, a digital commerce consulting firm in Brooklyn, New York and Philadelphia. Find us on the web at sumoheavy.com. It's E-Commerce Minute episode 653. In today's episode, Victoria's Secret sold after plummeting sales. It's no secret that Victoria's Secret has become one of the the most controversial brands, continuously making headlines over the past few years. Victoria's Secret defined femininity for millions of women. Its catalog and fashion shows were popular touchstones, and for models landing a spot as an angel, all but guaranteed international stardom. But inside the company, two powerful men presided over an entrenched culture of misogyny, bullying, and harassment, and Epstein ties according to interviews with more than 30 current and former executives, employees, contractors, and models, as well as court filings and other documents. It became clear to the public what kind of company the L Brands-owned lingerie giant was, and sales began to plummet. Their toxic culture wasn't the only reason the company floundered. The lack of inclusivity, more affordable brands, poor quality control, and shifting tastes also contributed to the doomed brand's fate. Now, Victoria's Secret will go private in a deal that shows just how far the brand has fallen out of favor. Private equity firm Sycamore Partners will acquire a 55% share in Victoria's Secret from its owner, L Brands, for $525 million. Upon the close of the deal, L Brand founder, 82-year-old Les Wexner, will step down as its chairman and CEO. Wexner, the longest-serving CEO of an S&P 500 company, will remain on the board as chairman emeritus. L Brands has promoted one of its longtime executives, Andrew Meslow, to take over as chief executive and be added to the board when the Sycamore deal closes. Mr. Meslow is also the chief operating officer of its Bath & Body Works chain. Three longtime board members, including L Brands' lead independent director, will also step down at the next annual meeting. L Brands will keep a 45% stake in the Victoria's Secret business, which includes its chain, Pink, and use proceeds of the sale to pay off some of its $5.5 billion with a B debt. The deal is expected to close in the second quarter. Moving forward, the company will shift its focus on running its Bath & Body Works stores as a separate company.
1: You know what? Uh, I'm (laughs) waiting for this one. (laughs) I feel so bad for Bath & Body Works because L Brands is just shrouded in bull poop and like (laughs) horribleness (laughs) (laughs) and Bath & Body Works. I love Bath & Body Works and I almost feel icky shopping there. Because of like who's tied to L Brands, you know. I don't I mean?
0: think the average consumer realizes that, that they are very good points. And I agree with you, but I don't think the average consumer knows that. Right. I don't. I think there's a couple different things going on here in terms of perception and reality, and that the average consumer, yes, the tastes have changed. So that's one reason that the company just isn't doing well. But all this other smarmy stuff that's going on certainly <sighs> does not help. Bad press is bad press, and. Especially when you're tied up with somebody like, oh, I don't know, Jeffrey Epstein that might have <laughs> something to do with it. None other than. From what I know, sorry to interrupt. From what I know, that is how when Jeffrey Epstein became suddenly went from being a school teacher to an investment banker, it was Wexner's money that he handled. Mm-hmm. And that's how Jeffrey Epstein became a billionaire. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to make this about Jeffrey Epstein. This is more about the business of Victoria's Secret. You were going to add something.
1: I think one of the biggest... In the last 365 days, in particular, like, you know, it's been, we've talked about how it's been a downward spiral, but I think the thing that propelled that downward spiral are two main things. One is that huge op ed by the New York Times yep. about, like, the abuse the models actually suffered. And the other thing is the introduction of Savage Fenty, Rihanna's lingerie. I mean, Rihanna's brand is so affordable and so good, and it, like, blew up. And like is super inclusive and they hire all types of models and Wexler and Ed Razek or whatever, Raznik.
0: Ed Razek. Super they,
1: creep. <laughs> yeah. Super creep. And they didn't want like girls who were a little bit plus size. They didn't, you know what I mean? Whereas Fenty is including all of that, which is. Yeah.
0: And my, a woman's own brand. Uh, that's a great point. Yeah. I hadn't even considered that because I, I don't know much about, I knew that the brand exists, but I don't really know much about it. So you're Beach. saying that the brand is really taken off and kind of replaced As a fashion symbol for women looking for that type of intimate apparel, they're not going to Victoria's Secret. And you made up a good point. I mean, this guy, Ed Razick, and all the people that were probably involved, they are part of that old guy, you know, old school, whatever you want to call it. That's the way you run business. It's like, hey, honey, get me a cup of coffee. And you smack the secretary in the rear. That's all gone, you know, and it's like you got these old holdouts. I mean, how old is this Wexner guy? He's 82. So they're part of that dying breed, literally and figuratively. (laughs) (laughs) And that you know, and you've got these strong, powerful women brands coming up. Rihanna being a perfect example. So she even
1: had her fashion show on Prime. Remember, or like yeah, and at the same year that Victoria's Secret isn't having their fashion. Yeah, right.
0: At the same time, they're not having their stupid angel wing, whatever the hell that was.
1: You know what I mean? So it's like, oh, there's like not. It's not even a one-two punch with Victoria's Secret. It's like a six, seven, eight punch. Like it's like boom, boom, boom. Bye, bye. Like, I'm sorry. what are
0: the, what are the other brands that are up and coming that would fit into this category?
1: There's a lot of them. I mean, mm-hmm. we've, we've talked about, we have a podcast coming out
0: with Harper, Harper Wild. That's one, like all the new startups, all the like brands that are like more positive towards what women want now. Right. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. I what mean, obviously women. John, John, and I, you, you and I don't shop <laughs> <It's> <laughs> a little harder to explain that. Yeah. But Britney does, and, and then, you know, she's younger than us, and, and I think that that world is changing, and that different version of it is
1: coming. So, Victoria's Secret like definitely had a problem. Right. Yeah. And going off of that, like, Victoria's Secret was pandering to, like, one type of women mm-hmm. based off of the male fantasy. And now these brands are coming out with what real, actual women want to see and wear. you know what I mean? It's like completely different. It's like a 180 from the traditional landscape of lingerie. And
0: And you know what? And that is a great term, the landscape. I was just going to say the landscape has changed so rapidly and I don't think a company like Victoria's Secret even saw it coming or knew how to turn.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because yeah. they were like, oh, as long as we have our like big name Gigi Hadid angels in the Victoria's Secret show, like mm-hmm. we'll always have that clout. We'll always be fine. We'll always be good. And everyone was like, nope. The New York Times was like, nope. Nope. You know what I mean? And the Me Too like, nope.
0: had a lot to do with it. Yep. And just total change of public perception of that type of, you know, just that type of environment and objectification of women and all <laughs> that kind of stuff. You know, while okay, so you can do the political end of it, but if your business is based on, you know, selling pretty things to pretty women only, you're going to have problems.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you are. Because the
0: rest of the world ain't so pretty.
1: Yeah, (laughs) no, exactly. Like it was the 1% that that brand represented and you're never going to thrive in changing times if your brand represents the 1%, you know what I mean? Yes,
0: great points. So uh, Les Wexner, as we said, he was in charge for almost six decades, will be stepping down from his role at L Brands, but he'll stay on the board. He was the longest serving CEO of an S&P 500 company, and that mantle has now been taken up by Mr. Warren Buffett. The deal will be for $1.1 billion, a humiliating number for a company that did about $7 billion in revenue last year. And if that sounds like a lot of money, it would probably be a lot of money if this was 1993, but... <laughs> Mm-hmm. To compare it to other brands like Lululemon it has a thirty-four billion dollar valuation. Mm-hmm. So
1: mm-hmm.
0: as not apples to apples. That's
1: I noticed like even when you walk into Victoria's Secret stores anymore, like there's three people in them. Like from like a commerce, from a retail's perspective too, like tying into all the other bricks and mortar stories we've been doing, like Victoria's Secret has like a whole when you walk in anymore, there's three people there, and everyone looks ashamed. <laughs> like yeah. <everybody> who's embarrassed, <laughs> they're
0: embarrassed to be there. Is
1: embarrassed, but they're so used to it, and they have kind of brand loyalty. You know what I mean? So they it's like, do, but also yeah. like
0: if you look at all the other stores, right? Even mm-hmm. Walmart or Target. I mean, they have changed how that works. You know, for you know, not high-end lingerie itself, but just the usual things you buy. Okay. So let's talk about in terms of design. So you used to think, oh, if I'm going to buy something really pretty and special, I'm going to go to Victoria's Secret because they're the only ones that sell it. I'll go to Walmart for my granny underwear, whatever you want to call it, you know, whatever decoratory term you want to use for it. (laughs) My utility underwear, (laughs) you know, but that's changed because design has really crept into the We'll say the lower end market. And Brittany, you mentioned in a podcast the other day about how you actually now will go into Walmart and find clothes that you would actually buy. And I'm going to have to agree with you at, on Target for their men's stuff. Their sportswear, meaning athletic stuff, like stuff you wear at the gym, pretty nice. And it doesn't come at that markup that you'd pay for Adidas or Nike stuff.
1: So, mm-hmm. oh, Tyler, loves design
0: them. has a big influence on what people are willing to pay.
1: Mm-hmm, absolutely.
0: So what were you going to say about Tyler?
1: He is obsessed with Target's men section. Like, yes. truly. That's great. The I don't good, know.
0: good, what is it? Good Fellows, Good Body, yes, good,
1: good Fellow, and Good Fellow. Good Fellow. Yeah. It's amazing. Like, and all this stuff is like really well made because, like, okay, not only like, oh, like stuff like, looks well designed, stuff like that, and, and Target and Walmart, but it's actually like becoming higher quality. And that was my whole thing in the first place, was like the quality of it, right? Mm-hmm like so there has always been stuff in walmart that like could be appealing to me but it's like made like crap but now not only are they having (laughs) better designs like the stuff is actually like way better quality and like lasts. like target stuff lasts
0: my analogy used to be i have a meeting i'm going to go buy a shirt at target that i'm going to wear once and then throw in the trash
1: (laughs) right it's not the case anymore (laughs) that was years ago it really isn't
0: all right this one's running a little long so we're going to close up a little stat time on the announcement of the deal, of course, this was as of this recording last week, the stock had tumbled 10% in pre-market trading after the deal was announced, likely a sign that the market was disappointed in the agreement, which keeps the brand at a value of $1.1 with a B, which is still really low. That's according to CNBC. And finally, L Brands, which has a market value of $6.7 has seen its stock fall more than 11% in the last year. Maybe the bed and bathroom body works or whatever that soap candle place is, maybe that'll